Welcome. I hope you enjoy the conversation you're about to hear between me and another comedian regarding comedy and religion. These are conversations I'm calling disorganized religion. God bless, and for those atheists out there, may nothing await you after this life. Welcome to another episode of Disorganized Religion. I'm your host, as always, Seth Lawrence. We got the disembodied voice of Travis Clyburn. I'm just going to do shotgun sounds. <laughs> wow. I'm so sorry That's, that was so thank loud. Thank God <laughs> I had him lower the volume. Yeah, that was terrifying. I had that, I had that up a little loud. My he, bad. Uh, he usually goes with something semi-blasphemous. Yeah. So oh. I, I'm, well, I'm, that's I'm, kind of blasphemous. I'm down with the shotgun. Yeah, I like yeah. Elder Lawrence, you know. It's my favorite go-to. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. It's a good one. I'm very excited for our guest today. It's very rare that I, I try to have people on that I like to talk to or that I think would have. Today's the exception. Folks. Today's the exception. <laughs> or that I think would have a very interesting view on religion today. I have both. Mm. And Michael Regilio. Thank you for joining us, sir. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Pleasure to be here. So I want to talk to you. How long have you been doing comedy? Uh, we're going we're to hit the seven-year mark in April. Seven years. Yeah. Uh, break a mirror? That's the bad luck one. Oh, right? well, uh, that would explain any... the year I'm having. Yeah. Is that right? Uh, no, no, no. Bad? I'm having a great year. I'm yeah, having a great year. You seem I'm to be doing well. Yeah. I'm, I'm enjoying it. I was just making a joke there. Because, uh, you know, once you're seven <laughs> years in, Seth, you're allowed to make jokes. Is that the way it willy works? Willy-nilly. Willy-nilly. Oh, whatever you want. It's just off yeah. the cuff like that? Yeah. Mm. They Well, they let you. I can't wait to get to your level. Don't try right now. You're not there. How far? How far? Are you uh, a little over two? Oh, whoa, yeah. baby, baby, fresh and fresh. Baby yeah, yeah, we might be in over our head tonight. We call you Sethy yeah. Fresh from now on. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Oh, my goodness. And where did you start? Uh, Silver Lake, California. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so I started off as a musician. Yeah, I was playing in rock bands and uh, instrument. It, you play guitar. I right? play the guitar. I went yeah. to the Berkeley College of Music. Ah, and uh, I take it very seriously, still do. Yeah. And uh, around the time that the second band got a record deal, got a management deal, everything went right and then everything went wrong. And I was doing, you know, a rigor mortis or a postmortem, I guess would be the word. <laughs> yeah. Uh, trying to figure out what went wrong. Um, a friend called me up and said, hey, uh, for your birthday, I signed you up for uh, stand-up comedy classes. No kidding. And I said, not interested. He yeah. said, no, 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 you're really funny. It'll be good. And I yeah. said, not interested. And he said, I already paid, and they start tomorrow night. <laughs> so you're going. You're going. <laughs> yeah. So I went, and huh. uh, the first time I got up, uh, people laughed, and I said, okay, well, uh, I'll come back to this next week then, won't I? And yeah. And I just kept going, and it, it went really well in the class. So I said, you know, I'm going to try an open mic, and I went to that, and it didn't go really well. In fact, uh. it went really, really bad. <laughs> Is that right? Really, really bad. <laughs> what uh, open no, mic did you go to? Yeah. I went to Echoes Under sunset Ooh, okay. um, Isn't it still kind of around but like no a... no now it's called echoes on pico but it moved all together oh, i mean word, the word. club the actual club i went to is not around in any yeah. way shape or form anymore uh which may actually have been six years ago i might have given myself an extra year there oh, well, maybe anyway some people do that yeah um you're in well, i want people it. to think of me as a more serious comic that's right. why i did right, it. Right, um right. <laughs> and uh yeah i got up and i had a little uh, you know, had a little swagger. Oh, been yeah. doing a cl- I'd, hey, you've been doing a class. I've been doing a class yeah, for Flappers uh, University. For Thirty days. Yeah. You know, I've, I've <laughs> four stand-up comedy classes under my belt, and my yeah. teacher told me I'm great. Hey, so, bam. Where, where was this that you did the class? I did the class with a teacher named uh, Judith Shelton. Uh, oh, okay. And she teaches out of an Atwater Village, out of an art studio. That at night she oh, let gotcha. her teach a stand-up comedy class. A bunch of bunch of people on the scene have taken uh, classes with her. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so I got on stage with that swagger, knowing that my material was hot, 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 hot and ready. (laughs) I knew what a tag was. Yeah. I knew what a callback was. Right. I knew that if somebody laughed in the audience, look to the laugh, look at them, acknowledge they laughed. These were the things they teach you in class. Ah. And uh, first joke, flat as hell. (laughs) Second joke goes really bad. Third joke, a girl audibly says, oh, God. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, God. What are you you doing? At this point, I notice that I'm starting to shake. Leg is shaking. Arm is starting to shake a little bit. Yeah, I feel a little bit hot. Getting the cortisol levels up. Yeah, and I bombed like a mofo. Yeah. And... uh, (laughs) I thought, you know what? I'm going to play it cool. I'm going to hang yeah. out. I'm going to watch a little, a few more comics. And one guy got up, and he was kind of funny. And uh, I saw him outside as I was leaving. Yeah. And I said to him, hey, you were a really funny guy. And I'll never forget, he said to me, you were a guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, fuck comics. <laughs> fuck comedy. Yeah. I don't want to do this. I'm over. This is his... 
You Absolute garbage. I'm over it. And as I was driving home, I said, I know me. Yeah. If I go home, I will never try stand up again. Yeah. And so I went I went on the uh the the app on the phone that tells oh, you yeah. where the open mics are and I drove to another open mic. Good for you. And I got up two titters. Not quite laughs, hey. but that was a 3 billion percent improvement <laughs> from the last set. I was like, yeah. I'll sleep tonight. I yeah. got two titters. Wow. Could yeah. you remember any of your uh, the jokes you told for that first open mic? I could and I won't share them. <laughs> really well, because they're so good. <laughs> That I'm saving them for the okay. Netflix special. Yeah. I don't, don't even tell them now. Yeah, I don't yeah, even yeah. tell them now because I don't want some hack comic like uh, you know, right? Like me, like you, is stealing these quality jokes about porno. Uh, Had a porno joke, Excellent. Excellent. and uh, that was yeah. it. Was like my first week of doing stand up that I made a rule to myself after like the fiftieth comic got up and was like, "Let's talk about porno." I was like, "You know what? I don't think I'll ever tell another porno yeah. joke." I threw the porno joke away right away. I thought it was being edgy and like original. Original, right. I was like, oh, yeah, you know what? I'm going to talk about real shit. <laughs> yeah. And then I went to an open mic. Call. I was like, oh, it's yeah. all porno all the time. <laughs> okay, I get it. I love so, watching. Wow. That was my favorite thing about working at Fourth Wall, watching the first time, first like week comics realize that nothing they're saying is original at all. Yeah, mm. I know. Like, yeah. Like, what? You guys don't talk about dicks all the time? Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh my bad. Dating? Dating's not a. Dating, I thought it's I was hard. the only one. So, uh, yeah, there was yeah. that. And that gotcha. I did it for about two years very, very unsuccessfully. Uh-huh. Very, very unsuccessfully. Like, all on the east side. And if you guys don't know, east side comics are douchey. Yeah. Very douchey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like a douchey scene, a douchey vibe. Uh-huh. Which is funny, because I was an east side uh, musician for yeah. 15 years. Different scene. And cool. Yeah. Like, you want to be an east side musician. Those are the oh. cool musicians. You don't want to be a west side musician. Those are <laughs> douchebags playing at fucking the whiskey with spiked gel in their hair and shit gotcha. like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, no, no, no. These east side musicians oh, that's are cool, but no, the east side comics were too cool. Too cool for school. Yeah. Mm. Like, they didn't like jokes. Like, what is this guy doing with these yeah. setups and punchlines? <laughs> Get him out of here. <laughs> and uh, who does he think he is? Yeah, I yeah. honest to goodness, this is true. I said to myself, you know what? After about, it was maybe a year and a half, close to two years, though, I believe, that I said to myself, you know what? I think I think I tried this, and I don't think it's going very well. I don't think I'm very funny. I yeah. thought I was funny. Everyone yeah. thought I was funny. I heard it from a lot of people. Right. I'm not talking about my stand-up. I'm talking about me, the person in my life, through yeah. the years leading up to trying stand-up. People were always like, you're really funny. You should yeah. try stand-up. You know? And I, yeah. I, felt, I was encouraged by that. And two years into comedy, I was like, you know what? I think that everyone was wrong. Every, or I mean, it's, maybe it's just a different thing, telling jokes on stage. It, maybe it doesn't right. translate just being funny in real life. And uh, I think I'm going to do it for like another week, and, and I think I'm going to hang it up. Yeah, and uh, I managed the Mustard Seed Cafe uh, in, uh-huh. on Hillhurst Avenue in Los Angeles, California, and a young man by the name of Pat Reagan comes oh. in one day, who's a comic, and he yeah. says to me, "Hey, do you like Bill Burr?" I said, "Yeah, I like Bill Burr." He goes, "Well, we're having him on our show at the Comedy Store tonight. You should come on down." I said, "I would love that. That'd be great." Yeah, way to go out. Yeah, I'm, I'm quitting comedy anyway. I'll go yeah, yeah. watch Bill Burr. Go, yeah. wait, wait, cap this thing off. And uh, he said, I thought he said, I'll put you on the list. Didn't know anything about his show. Yeah. I got to the show and I was like, I'm on the list. Like, no, it's a free show uh, called Kill Tony. Yeah. And I was like, oh. okay. So I got, well, that's weird. I thought I was on. And then it quickly dawned on me. Oh, wait, they're pulling names out of a bucket and yeah. comedians are getting up and telling jokes. He didn't mean I'll put you on the list. Uh, he yeah. put me in that bucket, freaking bucket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it was Dom Herrera nice. and Bill Burr yep. were the hosts. And this is a famous episode. It's a famous episode. Yeah. And yep. it's mostly famous because I was on it. I mean, that is almost exclusively <laughs> no, what people talk about. Of course. And uh, yeah, Bill not enjoying it. He's like, so let me get this straight, Tony. You sit around and bag on open mic comics. That's yeah. your show. Yeah. That's why it's the laugh. best episode. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, in one minute? On Tony. One yeah. minute? Yeah. What are you going to do in so, one minute? Yeah. yeah. And so uh, I just, Tony reached into the bucket and he looked at a piece of paper in that way. Somebody seeing the last name Regilio yeah. for the first time looks at the name. Anyway, and I just, I just started walking towards the stage. I had this sense. Yeah. Mm. I had a sense that it was going to be me. Right. I, didn't, I don't think I knew this at the time, but when I l- watched the playback uh, 100,000 times later, yeah. <laughs> uh, I realized that the music they brought me up to was Power of Love, a uh, theme song to Back to the Future, which <laughs> is my jam. Yeah. I, I, don't, I, I love almost nothing as much as Back to the Future. Oh, it is my classic. favorite movie ever. Is that right? Well, if you judge uh, uh, how much your favorite movie, 
movie about how much you enjoy it. I enjoyed yeah. that movie at you know a, as a young man more. I was into sci-fi, skateboards, and guitars. So I like, and there then I go. went to see that movie, and I was That's like, okay, thing. you made this for me. <laughs> yeah, which is also what I thought when I saw Jojo Rabbit recently. I was like, oh. I like Hitler and <laughs> laughing. And so, <laughs> yeah. So uh, I jumped up. I did. Uh, my, and, oh, and uh, by the way, I used to do bits and stories, and I still do, or yeah. I do again. But uh, in that particular instance, I said, with one minute, uh, I better just do some of the one-liners I've been working on. And I did them. <clears throat> right. Every one of them hit hard. A lot, nice. lot of laughing. A lot of laughing. And yeah. Dom Herrera said uh, to me, and I've basically memorized this. I might miss a word, but he said something like, I, I have to t- pay a compliment. It pay, pains me to pay somebody this high of a compliment. No. Mitch Hedberg was a good friend of mine, and your writing like really reminds me of Mitch. The way it goes one way, yeah. hits another. It's fucking great, man. Yeah. Brian Redband's like, what are you doing Friday night? Come do the ice house. And just, phew, that was it. I was like, okay. Wow. That was the first time in my life that I experienced that thing you'll hear about. I was walking on air. I was walking yeah. on air. So Sounds yeah. metaphorical, right? Yeah. No, it was li- I, getting off that stage. There were so many endorphins pumping through me at that moment as yeah. I was getting off stage and getting my first high fives and good sets. Like right. I'd never heard this from these East Side. <laughs> and one of the East Side, <laughs> one, one of the East Side douchebags that never laughs at me, that rolled his eyes at me for two years straight, oh, no. was front and center in the front row. Really? Really? And he oh, went up a little later and bombed. So it was nice. sweet in a million ways. Nice. Do you need a name drop right now? No, or do you want to no, skip? No, okay, no, okay. no. We, we'll, he'll he'll die in hell, <laughs> or he'll burn in hell forever for what he did to me. He, his good. punishment is coming. Good. So that might yeah. get us in to the show now that I've mentioned burning in hell but there you go right, so right. I stuck with it uh, I do like to write some absurdist one liners but I do bits and stories as well now but for yeah. a minute there after that show I was like oh maybe I'm a one liner guy and uh-huh. it wasn't until my first booking at the improv that they gave me 10 minutes to, uh, to open for this guy Baron Vaughn uh, and I did 10 minutes of one liners went home and was bored within 4 minutes oh, of listening no. to my own set <laughs> oh, I was no. like okay f- 10 minutes of one liners <laughs> too much an hour forget it put a gun in my mouth I was like yeah. oh, so I've gone back to just trying to be, uh, you know, an all-around utilitarian comic. You need yeah. some one-liners? I got those. You want a bit? Here's a bit. Yeah. Story? I got a story. Here And here's a bucket of water over my head yeah. to boot. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. You want there some you watermelon smashed? Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll do, it. I'll I'll do, do it. it. That's not my bit, but. <laughs> right. He stole it. Oh, yeah. The oh, fucking boy. Gallagher. Unbelievable, that man. That's fun. Yeah, no, there were a couple of things you said. I mean, you obviously felt the Holy Spirit as you were walking up. You felt prompted that it was you. <laughs> Something. Yeah. Some spirit. It might not have been the Holy One. Yeah. It wouldn't have been well, one of those evil only... ones. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's the only evil that... spirits in comedy, quite Is that frankly. right? Yeah, I, I suspect as much. I've never sensed anyone with any goodness in them on yeah. the scene. Have you? Uh, I don't sense it in you. You don't? No. Oh, goodness? No, no, no. No, none whatsoever? The Mormon comic? <laughs> you're trying to get out of this thing, man. You're like, just give me a million dollars so and I can I'm, get out of this old Mormon thing. Abdicating the whole thing. Yeah. I want to wash my hands of it. Uh, what kept you going for the two years? Uh, convenience. Really? I happened to live within walking distance of three open mics. Nice. Yeah. And uh, within a year, uh, maybe even eight months, nine months, I lived around the corner, still live around the corner from a place called El Cid. Beautiful, oh, beautiful old yeah. theater, really yeah. lovely theater. And uh, they would have an open mic there yeah. on Monday nights. And uh, uh, the guy who would run it was more of a musical kind of guy. And we knew uh-huh. all the same people. And I'd put on a million and one rock shows. I knew how to promote. I knew how to do stuff, you know. Yeah. And so he, we were talking. He was like, why don't you take over the night and, and make it a show? And yeah. so I called it Regilla Show. Oh, that's And fun. what I did was yeah. uh, I just booked p- comics. I, at that point, I acknowledged that I, ne- I got a lot of work to do. Mm. I have a lot of work to do as a comic. I'm not even close. So I saw it as an opportunity to book people who were way better than me. And I could yeah. watch them work. I'd give them, you know, 50. 15, 20, and the, like the headliner, if they wanted 40 minutes or whatnot, I would give it to them. And I had some bigger, yeah. I had some some good names. I had Andy Kindler. I had, again, my friend Barrett Vaughn. Yeah. I had uh, Jimmy Dore. You know, people that uh, oh, yeah. were working and doing well yeah. a, as guests. Um, and uh, yeah, so I would just sit there and watch these comics work. And so that is also something that got me through is that I had a show. And I just did a minute or two in between comics. I wasn't I wasn't doing a setup front, anything like that. Gotcha. I was just hosting a show. Yeah. And uh, I learned from the people who were so much better than me, just sitting there uh, once a week watching good comic after co- good comic work the crowd, tell their yeah. jokes, you know. So yeah, yeah that was uh, that's what got me through those first two years. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Oh, with that's no cool. laughs. And then Kill Tony came. <laughs> and then Kill Tony came. Changed everything. Changed, changed everything. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. And the funny thing is, if I ever make it, despite the fact that they gave me that that first boost that gave me the confidence to try comedy, if I ever make it I and they asked me to be on the show, I wouldn't do it. No way. <laughs> Just to be it, just because, just, just why not? Just to be the, just to have, just, just to be have that people guy? go, why? 
<laughs> but you got had your first good set here. Go, yeah, I don't know. Just don't want to. Uh, don't want to know. Yeah, yeah. I feel like you'd be a good guest on that show, though. Yeah. All right, I'll do it. Yeah, you should. Yeah, you should. I also swore I'd never roast, that I still have it. Oh, uh, really? It really was because no one ever asked me to roast. <laughs> so so just I just used to do now? a bit where I was like, I don't roast, I don't roast. Uh, and then uh, actually, Michael Lara, uh, do you know him? Oh, he's no, a, but that sounds a, familiar. He's an AL, he has ALS. He's in a wheelchair. Oh yes, and he's now uh, he's a regular. Do, he's on a regular Kill Tony. Tony. He's yeah. doing very well. Before yes, he, he was is. doing well, he challenged me to a roast, and I oh. said yes, and I was going to roast him. Oh, and boy. then uh, he started doing well, and I wasn't even good enough to roast anymore. So that's over. That's all. Off. So That's you're not all. roasting unless anymore. he wants. No, yeah, he's pretty highly but, ranked, right? I What's think that? so. And the, the ranks of roasters, he's oh. pretty. He's pretty up there. Oh, Michael is. Yeah. He may have been. I don't know if he's on the ranks anymore. anymore. I don't know. Oh, if no, he's still... killed Tony. Probably didn't do yeah. it much anymore. Anyway, you have so to I, actively do it to be on the uh, oh, rankings. Yeah. Well, well I like to say that roast battle is uh, roast battle is bum fights for open comics. Yeah, it's just it's just again it's like it's like kill Tony. It's same thing. It's like let's make these desperate people look foolish. Hey, yeah. Tell that guy he's ugly, and everyone knows it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a different beast. Yeah, I yeah. think I, I mean, think I would have fun with it. Yeah, yeah. I have you ever you done it too? Uh, I did it once. Who'd you roast? Uh, Abraham Boche. Oh, Abraham. Yeah, yeah. Was he was he, going through a stint he, of trying he, to roast was he easy every month to roast. Um, I don't know. I mean, there's so much about it. I. I had been doing comedy for like eight months at that oh, point, word. if I remember right. So it was one of the worst experiences of my life. Oh, because wow. The roast battle did not go well. And, uh, I mean, I still won, but it was, like, not a victory that you're proud to claim, yeah. right. you know? I've seen a few of those where the, the the judges are like, well, you were both terrible and I lost yeah. interest, but if I had to pick someone and yeah. him. Yeah, and that was it. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that yeah. was, like, verbatim what Jeff Ross said. Ah, so, well. you know. It felt great. So it was a good time. Uh, yeah. But I, I think one skill that if I were to roast again that I would really try to develop is being the bad guy but likable. Yeah. I think that's what roast is all about. Likable mm. bad guy. Yeah. Huh. At least that's the way I would try to take it, but I don't know. That's what I just try to do in everyday life. Yeah, right. You succeed. You're pretty yeah. likable. Yeah. Pretty likable guy. And a pretty bad guy. <laughs> I don't think you're that bad. Despite, <laughs> despite your lack of religion, you seem yeah. like a good person. Oh, all right. Thank you. Which well, I don't understand, but let's get into that. Okay, all right. So you grew up Catholic, right? Very much so. Yeah, Very Italian much. Catholic. Yeah. Did you grow up in California? No, I grew up, uh, well, my, I was born actually in San Jose, but moved when I was yeah. two. I spent uh, up until age around 12 in the Chicagoland area, Downers Grove, Illinois, and then uh, until uh, age 27 in the Boston area, mm. living in the suburbs through high school and then going to college there in the city and sticking around for a number of years afterwards. Gotcha. And then you came out here for music? I came out here for music. Yeah. Uh, but it's interesting. I did tell my friends that um, when we were moving here, I was like, you know, I'm not going to, I'm going to diversify. I want to try acting, oh, yeah. music, and stand-up comedy. Got oh. out here. Uh, the band immediately started doing all right. I learned just, I mean, it's just such a different beast doing rock in LA than it was in Boston, that it was just yeah. so fun. There were so many parties and so many girls and so much fun. And suddenly we were getting record deals and demo deals and everything like that, that I yeah. never got around to the stand-up <laughs> or the acting. So I yeah. finally got around to the stand-up, huh. I guess roughly seven, six, seven years ago. Yeah. And uh, I still haven't tried the acting, although I'm pretty sure I would be good. Yeah. I mean, pretty sure. Pretty, <laughs> pretty sure. Pretty, yeah. pretty. Might take you two years and, yeah, and yeah. a Kill Tony appearance. Yeah. But you'd, yeah, get there. Yeah. you'd get there for That'd sure. be hilarious if they had a show like that where you just get up and you monologue for one minute and then yeah. actors actors judge you. That that would pro probably be like... That uh, would be you amazing. Know, yeah. um, or the worst thing ever. Ah, well... I mean, every I enjoy watching people in pain yeah. a little bit. Yeah, I, I you know so, it's funny. I want to get back to the religious thing, but I did tell the guy that recently, and he was at open mic comic, and he gave me grief. I what? was like, I was like, I uh, the only thing I really enjoy on the open mic scene now is watching people eat a bag yeah. of shit. Like I really, <laughs> he's like, I think yeah. that's horrible. Everyone says that. I think that's horrible. I'm much more supportive. I was like, you're new to this, aren't you? you <laughs> what? You just you're give it a new, year. Yeah. 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 I mean, or nobody's lying. that nice. You're lying right? to yourself. Yeah, or you're lying to yourself. A solid yeah. bomb from a new open micer may be yeah. oh, the highlight yeah. of any oh day. Yeah. <laughs> but it really gets it, to yeah. them. And they don't know that it means nothing. <laughs> they, no, yeah. one, no one out there actually cares. And that we'd, like, if I run into yeah. you in 10 minutes, I, don't, yeah. I probably won't even remember that you were the guy that bombed. Oh. But you can see them up there going, that's it. <laughs> I've <Yeah>. ruined forever. <laughs> 
My favorite thing to watch is like the uh, the attractive, younger, good-looking actor who's just giving it a go for the first time. It yeah. has, starts with this incredible confidence. Yep. Yeah. And you watch them just yeah. lose yeah. all semblance <laughs> yeah. of who they are yeah. in just five minutes. Yeah. yeah. I had a guy just like two months ago, it's an open mic, young guy, actor with his teeth polished and whatnot. Oh, yeah. You know those actor teeth. Oh, no, yeah. Crazy. Man. Shiny and he, ass. and he gets up and he literally started like this. And this must have gone over gangbusters at the actors workshop and so we right. thought he'd try it with the uh with the, the uh, with the comics with the comics and he gets up and he goes start with a little good news let's hear it for me i just signed with a big new agency <laughs> he said that wow. dead fucking silence and he's like uh you guys don't like um actors and i just went tell a joke <laughs> tell a fucking joke dude nobody's gonna applaud your fucking act your success yeah and no we don't like yeah, actors. no no we don't like doing actors. this was yeah. this at a fourth wall yeah it was yeah, yeah i didn't this want to name drop the uh the club but yeah well you know fourth wall. Every, it all every all roads lead to the fourth wall they with do. us yeah. with they us do folk. indeed yeah. and it's a nice spot though yeah it's a great spot it's we're in the club we're in the club got its positives yeah Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, Catholic. Grew up so, Catholic. Well, you said Italian Catholic. My yeah. dad was insane. My dad was an Opus Dei. Do you know what that is? Uh, uh, kind of. I but mean, be specific. Okay, well, I'm not sure. Opus, I have a vague idea. It's it's uh, they they want uh, it's a it's the strictest version of Catholicism. They oh, okay. still say their uh, masses in Latin. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. They gotcha. Still, yeah. yeah. And um, the bad guy in Da Vinci Code was in Opus Dei, like uh-huh. the super monk that oh. like wore the hair shirt. The self-flagellation. And, yeah, yeah, that guy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know that they're into that. That might have been made up for the book. But my dad, <laughs> right. he was uh, you know, an on-again, off-again member. And my mom was German-Irish Catholic. Okay. And she's the one who really, you know, my dad... Yeah. He uh, he just wasn't uh, engaging with his six children at all Is on any right? level. And my <laughs> mother was the Catholic. one who just was beating Catholicism into us. You know? Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Was he just busy with work? Is that why, or was it just no, his just, demeanor? You know, well, I, you know, my my parents ended up having a terrible marriage and uh, one of the worst divorces ever. I think he was just oh, over it by go. the time I sh- I was conscious <laughs> like and whatever. aware of him. <laughs> like he just you know he's planning his yeah, exit just, strategy yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I think so. Interesting. But yeah, but it was a stringent. I was altered boy yeah uh my mm-hmm. gra- my great uncle uh my mother's uncle was a monsignor in the church which is oh. a position that doesn't exist anymore but it's higher than uh priest and lower than bishop i believe uh-huh. uh and so i did my first communion with him and my first confession with him yeah and uh yeah did wow. the whole Catholic thing. And so was, you were in. I was in, hook, yeah. line, and sinker. And, and I yeah. was a late, late convert to, uh, no, well, maybe not that late. I maybe of the average age out of religion. Uh-huh. But I was 27 years old, oh. staring at the ceiling yeah. in my room in Boston, in my apartment in Boston. Yeah. And I said, you're not up there, are you? Wow. Staring at the ceiling. It was it was like out of a, you know. A, yeah. A, a, what led to that moment for you? Uh, you know, doubt. It started. Yeah. I, it's funny that uh, it really was. I remember seeing uh, Monty Python's The Meaning of Life. Oh, sure. And there's the scene in the Catholic Church where they're like, Oh, Lord, you are so great. We're all really impressed with you down here. I sure can tell you. Yeah. And then I went to church that Sunday and I went, Oh my God, that is what we're doing. We just come in here, we kiss God's yeah. ass. Yeah. And I remember telling my dad, My dad goes, That's why I didn't want you watching that Monty Python crap. <laughs> And my dad thought he could get me off of Monty wow. Python, but yeah. actually, by the way, with, um, by saying this to me. or what? Oh, no, no. Well, with saying? this little info drop, he okay. said, and he goes, son, I don't want to have to tell you this, but <clears throat> when they first came on the TV, I also liked Monty Python. <laughs> and then I found out. They're all homosexuals. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care that they're That's all homosexuals. So for funny. a bunch of homosexuals, they put, sure put a lot of boobs in yes, the show, which brought me That's back funny. week <laughs> yes, after week. They do. But so that was the beginning. And I yeah. said to myself, uh, that was around age 16, 17, I imagine. Mm. And I said to myself, okay, I'm not a Catholic because they're a bunch of ass kissers kissing God's ass. Yeah. But I believe if you were to ask me what what my belief system is, it's almost identical to what the Catholics believe, but I'm just not part of the organized religion. Yeah. That was the first little step out where I'm like, yeah. I still believe all this stuff, but I'm not in your club anymore because yeah. you guys are kissing God's ass and he doesn't want that. Yeah. And uh, so I, I, to be honest with you, I really don't, 
I don't think there was any one thing. I would think it was yeah. a 10 year slow, you know, questioning, you know, and you fall out of religion when you move out of your parents' house. And so there's well, no some more do, going I to guess. church. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> some do. It was interesting though. My parents were as strict as they were. They, they sensed something was going on because like the last year of my life, they just stopped waking me up for church. You mean most we, recent? Oh, oh, yeah. while you were oh, there. No, the last year of my life. Yeah, what are we no, talking no. about right now? Right. Sorry. The last year of my life in my with parents' them. house with yeah. them at age 18, senior in high school. Just one day, they just I just yeah. woke up and everyone had gone to church, and I just yeah. was like, I guess I don't have to go anymore. Or they oh. just had decided I they was just going left. to hell or something. Yeah. They actually did think I was gay, um, ah, which well. is a, they're like mean, Monty Python. So. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. the <laughs> school the, the school told my parents I was gay. This this really? my, the psychologist told no my kidding. parents was it a Catholic school. No, this was a public school. Jesus Christ. And I didn't know anything about this. Boy, a we'll male psychologist? The, a male female? psychologist. But this is this oh. is years afterwards. So I'm yeah. out of uh, high school at this point. Okay. And I'm going to Berkeley College of Music, which was in the city. So it's, you know, 15, 20-minute bus ride back to my parents' house for yeah. groceries and laundry and all that <laughs> stuff. Yeah. And uh, I go back, and I'm sitting up late night uh, with my mom one night talking. And I said, remember when they were tr- trying to send me to that psychologist? The school said that I had dirty thoughts. That's what they told me. They said no, it was for kidding. dirty thoughts. <laughs> to which I was a 17-year-old boy, and I was like, nailed <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, wow. <laughs> what are you, mind readers? <laughs> This is um, astounding. And my mom starts crying. She's like, it wasn't it wasn't dirty thoughts. Wasn't yeah. Dirty. I'm like, well, what did they say? She said they said something else. I said, what? And yeah. I like I had to drag it out of her. And I didn't even drag it out of her. Yeah. I just read her face. I said, what? Did they say I was gay? They said I was gay. They, I could see it in your face. They said I was gay. <laughs> and wow. it turns out that the school psychologist, the, well, the guidance counselor, Ms. Allen, was, okay. no joke, just being, you know, as, as an adult looking back now, I can say this. She was a lesbian. Of, oh, and, and yeah. she, so she had some beef with me and the school psychologist who had it in an office in the basement mm-hmm. of a public high school. So you know oh, this guy that's... graduated top yeah. top of top his tier. class. Top tier. Top tier yeah. psychologist. He just wanted to Dr. M, we'll just call him. <laughs> um, Doc. Was he a doctor? Uh, he was, or I mean, we had to call him doctor. Because <laughs> you don't have to be a doctor to be a yeah. school no, psychologist. Oh, you know, true. Yeah, well, his, his name was Dr. Yeah. M. You have a four-year degree yeah. in almost anything, and you can be a school uh, a psychologist. Oh, my God. And, I mean, if you guys saw the, the 1960s polyester yeah. suit this guy was wearing, you could see that he probably <laughs> barely graduated with a bachelor's degree. Yeah. From and, so, and my mom said that they told her, my mom and my dad, they told yeah. them that I was gay. Okay. Of course. Uh, and Nailed that uh, one of my friends was gay <laughs> yeah. and had admitted it to the school because you know how when a kid's 16 years old he's like I think I'm gay yeah. I better tell the principal <laughs> that well, never happened but I did have a I friend did. who wore yeah. a dress and had green dreadlocks and a nose ring oh, and whatnot because he was punk and I yeah, did yeah, his, yeah. Yeah, he was, but uh, so I think I, who knows but uh, yeah wow. and I was like oh I'm going into that school <laughs> tomorrow morning I'm going to wreck <laughs> Some shit because my life fucking sucked. Yeah, I didn't know why. Last year of my life, my, why do I keep calling it? I don't know. The last year so of my ominous. life with my parents. That yeah. last year, the last year at home, the yeah. last year at home yeah, yeah, really yeah. sucked. I mean, it's funny because my mom. This is going to be very profane, but uh, I did. I thought it would like I, every time I'd come home, my mom yeah. would be like, "Let me smell your breath." I thought it was for alcohol. I think it might have been for penis, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> My parents were so oh, horrible to me that last year. So angry at me all the time. Yeah, and uh, it was because these fucking people told them that I was gay. My Catholic parents, and that they just and, yeah. and, oh oh. Here's the thing. My mom told me that he said this psychologist, top tier psychologist, right. told right. my mom mm-hmm. that it was her fault. She made me gay by being an overbearing mother. Wow. Right. So I don't know what 1920 psychology Jeez. book he stole out of the prison library yeah. where he was serving yeah. time as a pedophile. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he got this information from. As you can see, I've stewed on this yeah. for a little time. Well, so I was like, I'm going into that school tomorrow. I'm going to fuck some <laughs> shit up. I'm walking yeah. into that psychologist's office. I'm walking yeah. into that guidance counselor's office. And I'm walking into that English teacher's <laughs> office for another reason you don't even know about. And uh, It's all dudes? Yeah. Uh, no, well, oh, no. Okay. The guidance counselor was a lesbian. Yeah, which implies woman. Oh, right, and, right, right. right. Uh, or at least it used to. <laughs> I folks. forgot. Nowadays, listed. don't know. don't, don't you, assume you know. a lesbian's yeah. a woman. No, no, no. Um, so, How dare we? Uh, and my mom was like, "Please, please, please, your little brother's still in the school. Don't oh. you're going to make it tough for him. You've already yeah. got it so tough for him." My brother used to tell me all the time that the teachers would be like, "Regilio." Yeah. <laughs> 
Mike, Michael Rogelio's brother? Oh, boy. And he's like, I'm not like him. I swear to God. I don't know. I'm not like him. Jeez. Yeah. Um, so, and my mom begged me not to do it. So, my brother had like two years left at that high school. And yeah. uh, after that, I just, I, the, the, the fire had gone out of my belly and they all got a pass. Oh, boy. Until this pod drops. <laughs> and now you're yep. going to go back. Well, I just think that the kids, that there's probably a large audience of uh, Marblehead High School students uh, yeah, who I'm listen sure. to this podcast. They're we'll going to hear it, it, and they're going to, kids, go easy on them. But yeah, give yeah. them a little grief. Give them a little grief oh when you walk into their office. They're probably, uh, the, most of the people I'm talking about are probably dead. Hey, take Let's hope so. Yeah. yeah, if the guys that I paid did their job correctly, they <laughs> are, right there. They are long gone. So yeah, no so very Catholic, it. very yeah. gay. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I got and, that vibe from yeah. you. But. And then I lost my religion. <clears throat> yeah. Um, well, you said doubt, but doubt about what is what I'm curious about. Was there any like specific? You know, I've I've given it so much thought now. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I I I learned to, or I I I. I very much enjoyed the writings of Christopher Hitchens, uh, mm-hmm. Richard Dawkins, Sam Harris, all these guys. You know, what was this, 12 years ago when there was that movement? There was a big right. moment for atheism. <clears throat> and I read the books, and it really gave me an opportunity to clarify why I didn't believe. And, mm. and it asked the right questions that I had to try and either answer. Or if I wasn't able to answer, I'd identify that doubt. Yeah. Uh, but when I was 27, I honestly can't remember why it was. What, how I, how I, ra- just, it just, it, just sort of, no way. Yeah. No way. I, I think it was just a no way. It was just that. Ah, come on. Yeah. Give me a break. No yeah. way. This, this can't this be. Is, this is nonsense. Huh. Give, me a, give me a break. Yeah. Yeah. But I was an altar boy, like I said. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. You uh, were if I can give you a little, one little aside that interestingly enough, the priests at my church. Yeah. And this is so telling. Yeah. Uh, they were both gay gentlemen. Yeah. Mm. Which meant that they were totally normal and totally great with us. <laughs> and they didn't molest anybody because they had normal sexual output. Wow. And they, you know, that they weren't repressed in any way. Yeah. I'm not that maybe, it, you know, not letting priests have sex. I think that did. I, it's got to mess with uh, some It people. messes with some yeah. people. I think maybe there's something about the church that also a- appealed to pedophiles and things like that. So I won't say right. that it was that policy. Know they relocate that, you, yeah, you know, real convenient. There's a retirement norm, program. But in this small town, Marblehead, which had such a problem with me being gay when I wasn't <laughs> right. even gay. I wish I was gay, by the way. What a life. <laughs> oh, yeah. What a life. Jesus Christ. I'm going to fight with my girlfriend priest. as we speak. I <laughs> oh, wish I was no. just banging my best friend every yeah. night. But... um. <laughs> So uh, these two priests, uh, Father Gary and Father Conroy, I guess I'll drop their names. They're probably both dead, to be honest with you. Oh, yeah. It turned out that they had been, and I knew them well. I was an altar yeah. boy, and they were great yeah. guys. They threw us pizza parties. They took us to amusement parks. So they were just all around swell fellows. Yeah. And, uh, and well, it turned out not only that they were gay, but they had been together since seminary. And wow. these guys were in their late 60s. They'd yeah. been together years and years. Well, the town just about had a witch hunt over oh, this. Geez. I remember my parents having a meeting in their kitchen and some woman going, I can't stand. And sitting in that church week after week, looking up there at those queens. <laughs> Couple of queens. Yeah. Uh, get me a child molester up there. Come wow. on, please. A normal yeah, priest. Just... What's with these queens? <laughs> and um, Unreal. And they broke them, and they forced them to break Out. up, and they sent no. one to, yeah. like, gay yeah. Catholic rehab, which my parents okay. tried to send me to, by the way. Well, because that's and, what you were. But I wouldn't go. And they said like they threw one out of the the priesthood and sent the other one to like gay Catholic rehab. Cause so two men that had love and had known love their mm. entire lives and yeah. love the Catholic Church was like nope, no love, no happiness. Yeah. Um, when my parents right tried way. to send yeah. me, uh, speaking of that, last year of my life, <laughs> yeah, when I died at age eighteen, <laughs> yeah. and I've just been a ghost ever since. Your religious folks. self yeah. passed away, but. Uh, my parents, they told me I was going to rehab. They did. They oh, said yeah. you were going to rehab. And I thought they meant drug rehab, which, yeah. again, made perfect sense. Just like <laughs> sure. when the school told me I was having dirty thoughts, I was like, <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, okay yeah. you guys, you're, yeah. you're, you're clued in. You're yeah. good. I'll yeah. give you that. You're good. Uh, but no, it, was, it turned out it was gay Catholic rehab. But, but I didn't know that. I thought it was drug right. rehab. And I didn't right. want to go. And my girlfriend's right. parents were out of town at the time. By the way, they wanted to send me a girlfriend. I had a girlfriend. Well, I, she was what kind of a secret girlfriend. She was kind oh. of a secret girlfriend. I didn't get along so hot with my parents, so I didn't she really tell them I had a girl. So I went and yeah. stayed with her, yeah. and I was literally having sex yeah. with a beautiful woman yeah. with a big rack. <laughs> and when I say big, I mean big, big. It's Seth, so, it has a year to be. later, she had breast reduction surgery. So when I say big, I'm not just... Yeah, thank you. <laughs> so I'm being, I'm making love to a woman, yes, a beautiful woman. Well, well my I, I, across town, yeah. across town, I'm making love to a beautiful woman. And, uh, yeah. Across the other side of town, my parents are fuming that I won't go to gay Catholic rehab. Why don't you just take a little a communication? I think would have, uh, yeah, back. yeah, show them the cities. So, yeah, yeah. So, jeez, yeah. got a woman way over town. You can't yeah. tell them. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, she was very wealthy. 
Yeah, her parents were very wealthy. I messed that one up. I just married her. <laughs> if you'd wow. just gone to gay rehab. Yeah, if I just, or, well, that was my joke. I was like, I don't know what would turn a person gay, but I'm pretty sure gay Catholic rehab would have turned me gay. <laughs> yeah, I, know that, I don't know that you could turn a straight guy gay, but if, if you can, yeah. gay Catholic rehab will do it. Yeah. yeah. Sounds so, good. Sounds yeah. like paradise. But, Interesting. Uh, yeah. Okay. So then, yeah, like I said, yeah. just uh, got into the atheist thing and yeah. was a bit of a firebrand for yeah. uh, a minute there. Like hated on religious people. Uh, yeah, I think I probably did, and yeah. it just wears on you. Anger, it, and hate. It's yeah. just, it's you know, I had a couple what's the years old? There. Yeah, did well, you? I was pretty militant yeah. about it. I mean, especially if you come from religion, and then when as soon as it's gone, you're like, you're all fucking sheep, man. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. you can't get over it, and then eventually you're like, I'm tired. Yeah, yeah. I'm tired. Yeah, well, it's because it's it's you don't the have zeal the... of the converted or something. That's what we were as atheists. Yeah. We converted atheism, so yeah. we had that extra zeal. There's an old expression. I can't remember who said it. Uh, so I'll just say. Mark Twain. Okay. And uh, which yeah. is like anger is an acid that does more damage to the vessel it is in which it is stored yeah. than it does onto anything to which it is poured yeah. or something like that, Ooh, which I'll, saying that the anger you carry, you know, you want to explain, well. yeah, you want to, you want to explode your anger yeah. all over someone thinking that you're going to do them this damage. But the reality is you you're carrying dying. the anger yeah. is doing more damage to you than it'll ever do to them. I'll tell you, that sounds more like Mahatma Gandhi. Yeah, a Samuel Clemens. Yeah. Quote. Well, like I said, I I don't but, know who said it, so I just enough. thought I would attribute it, it to I'd Mark give it Twain. To Twain. Yeah. Well, but yeah, and that is and that's yeah. true with a militant atheism. Yeah. And uh, and I'll tell you why you guys got tired with your hatred yeah. in the atheism faith. Yeah, please, because you did not have the zeal of God behind your no, hatred. No. That's really what yeah. it was. He'll fuel it. He fuels you it. You want to hate gay people. Yeah. <laughs> God will keep you at that engine going, going forever. That's right. That's right. In fact, you were actually correct. It was Mark Twain. No was kidding. It, I hate. Wow. Hey, look at hey, you. What's the exact quote? What's That's the exact amazing. Quote? The exact quote. Because I did. Is, I know I didn't get that wrong. Anger is an is an acid that can do more harm to the vessel in which it is stored than to anything in which it is poured. Oh, so you okay. fucking oh, look at that. You Whoa. nailed it. Holy fuck! That's, That's amazing. That's my second applause break. Wow. In well life. done. Yeah. <laughs> First I haven't gotten Tony. one in comedy. Yeah. yeah no. <laughs> no applause breaks. No applause breaks. Unreal. Interesting. Yeah. All right. So then what? Uh, so you got tired of hating religious people. Yeah. And then I, just, I decided I'd uh, go ahead and love them again. Yeah. Wow. And good for uh, you. just open my heart to uh, to everyone. Yeah. Quite, on, to, quite honest with you. Yeah, I yeah, have yeah. A, a debate show, uh, Dogma Debate with David yeah. Smalley. Where and this I is a new edition for you. Yeah. I That's had so a debate fun. show, which started at the fourth wall, called right. The Incompatible with Cat, where we would debate uh, mysticism more than yeah. uh, religion. Are you yeah. guys uh, done now? Yeah, more? yeah, we've yeah. Uh, we've put the uh, we've put the. Co- I'll tell you off air how that one. <laughs> yeah, went fair wow, that you, one, you told me a bit of the story, and yeah, I was like, yeah, I want to hear more. Yeah, and yeah. you know more. And the name uh, itself it, is beautiful. Yeah, well, yeah, the incompatible cop podcast <laughs> ended because it turns out we couldn't get along. <laughs> Unbelievable! And, um, who saw that coming? And um, yeah. Yeah, it is a fun show, though. I mean, it's a fun podcast. Go back and listen to it. I assume it's still airing somewhere. I think it probably is. You know what? When it ended, I said I'm never going to have anything to do with it ever again. (laughs) So you don't never even looked. Yeah, fair enough. um, If you listen to the first couple episodes, I'm there. And then the production value ups exponentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm not there. (laughs) (laughs) I I agree. Oh, my gosh. Interesting. And yeah. Uh, yeah, so I've been debating both uh, conservatives yeah. and religious on the show. Yeah. And I found that uh, I got nothing but love, baby. I That's got nothing amazing. but love. I just want to yeah. love everybody. I want everyone yeah. to get along. And uh, when I debate anyone, uh, yeah. it's always with love in my heart. And I think they get that. Yeah. I, I feel like they get that. In fact, yeah. the Hopefully. people that I debated a Trump supporter two weeks ago for like four and a half hours. He's right. reached out to me. We're still friends oh, on that's the great. socials. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I just debated this guy who had eight reasons why atheists is bad for society. Yeah. Uh, to which I scored him zero points. Yeah. He, he really had no reasons <laughs> why atheism was bad. He just was able to list eight bad atheists. That's oh, all it was. He's like, yeah. eight reasons atheism's bad. Stalin! <laughs> okay, that's, I mean, uh, yeah. that's, that's a slam dunk yeah, as far course, as I'm yeah. concerned. And uh, but yeah. again, and uh, nothing but love for that gentleman as well. And yeah. He reached out to me on social media and said he had a good time. So I'm yeah. feeling like I'm doing a pretty good I job of uh, of being a loving, a loving atheist. Yeah, good. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, what do you believe now? Do you believe really nothing, or do you believe in something? Well, I mean, the simplest answer is that you believe, and other people believe, sure. and they make a claim. They say, "Well, I believe in the Mormon God, or I believe in the yeah. Christian God," or, yeah. and, and I say, "Well, you've." not shown me any evidence to meet the burden of proof that comes with the claim. Right. 
And I just kind of leave it at that. What uh-huh. do I actually believe? I yeah. mean, uh, you know, it's impossible to know that, mm. to say, oh, well, there couldn't be an intelligence behind the universe. That would be yeah. a silly thing to say because you couldn't possibly know that. Uh-huh. So uh, if there is, it's not the God of the Bible. I mean, that is pre, I feel like you could prove that wrong. The God of the Bible. I feel like the, they've made a much, they've, they've attributed that God with enough, with enough attributes. Uh-huh. They've said he's done enough things that you could test that you could probably, if you had to really yeah. put your, you mean one, taking who, the Bible literally, taking the Bible literally uh-huh. and saying this, <laughs> this God exists, this God that does these things. Yeah. Has the, the done parting these of the Red things. Sea. Has the, done these things, does these things, has these physical or personality styled attributes or something like that. Those are yeah. things that you could say, well, then now you've you've put it into the realm of of, of the physical world or into the yeah. real world, into reality, yeah. where then we could test for that. And and I don't think it would come you out very well. Uh-huh. But if you said, it feels like uh, there's a design. It feels like it's got to be for a reason. It's got to, it just, it feels, you know, and which is, you're, you know, you're reverse engineering the entire mm. universe by doing that you are the yeah. product of evolution who who evolved on this rock to, to yeah. for yeah. this rock to be perfect for you is because you evolved on the in rock it, in the system. Yeah, so of course yeah. it's perfect because you filled in every nook and cranny <laughs> it didn't come to you uh-huh. but uh but if you say i feel like there's got to be an intelligence or something like that well how would i have any way of knowing that there's not yeah but it would in my opinion it would be something more along the lines of a a i don't know of a super advanced society running a simulation in a supercomputer that makes more sense more to matrix yeah that makes yeah. way more sense to me that maybe there's some alien race and they've created an incredible supercomputer and they're running huh. a simulation and we're in it yeah and we are a product of it and right now they're watching us and they're going hey they're talking about us again <laughs> the smart one the smart one's talking about us again uh, but and yeah. thank you again so i appreciate you <laughs> by the way i only um, think the matrix theory is bullshit because uh, we only produce enough uh, energy as much energy as a little bit less than a nine volt battery, yeah. So we'd be a really shitty. Yeah. Battery. No, no, no. Yeah. I'm not saying matrix. I know. When you said matrix, I was like, that's yeah, the only reason yeah. why I'm like, maybe, yeah. but, yeah. but no. no. I mean, but you know, maybe there is an intelligence out there. Maybe there's a reason for all this. Uh, and if you want to believe that, you're doing it without any evidence. But I have no evidence to the contrary. So, uh-huh. and it, and how is it really going to affect your life? Is it going to get in your way to say, I feel that there's a reason? Hey. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, yeah. In yeah. fact, it might very well affect your life for the positive. You right. Know? Because sometimes when life is hard and you get some rejection, yeah. Uh, as an atheist uh, or somebody that really doesn't believe in any higher power, I say, well, that's just the way it goes. Man. Right. Fuck right. It. And somebody else might say, this was meant to be. Yeah. I was supposed to have this rejection because something greater is waiting sure. for me on this, and they they're gonna sleep a little lesson. better. Yeah. They're yeah, gonna sleep right. a little better that yeah. night than I am, where I just go. Eh, so do you all. find it comforting? Sort of, it might just be for nothing. All of no, this, it, or well, it, what. What do you mean when you say for nothing? You know, that's well, an interesting thing. I, yeah. I believe I only have one life yeah. and that this is it. Yeah, I better it. enjoy it. I better get everything out of it. You think uh-huh. that the movie goes on forever, that when right. you're done with this, you get another one and you think you get a planet. So you might I mean, not, you might not try and squeeze not just it all one. in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. if it's going to be made up, why not go big? Right? Yeah. Why yeah. not go the whole way? Yeah. yeah. So you get your own galaxy. Do you yeah. get more wives as well? I don't know. I think that's you, up in the could, air. You might rope we me could. into that. We yeah. could. Well, look into it. You might have a convert. But um, <laughs> so no, I feel like I get a ba- I, I enjoy my life more because I know that it's going yeah. to end. You know, interesting. So when you say it's all for nothing, that's a very confusing. Yeah, I guess because I me, think it's all for everything. It's uh-huh. all for everything. Just for this, though. This for is this it. life. This is it. Yeah. So you better get it all in. You better yeah. love it. You know, and I don't mean party yeah. and have a good time. I mean actually Make good around yeah, you and, and you know, leave positivity. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So that's the way I feel about it. Yeah. yeah, I heard an analogy not long ago, and somebody's like, "You, you know, what? What's the point if just at the end of it, it's all over?" Which right. you kind of hinted that's at a little bit. Yeah, and uh, that's I heard what somebody I'm said to. like, "Well, do you want a car?" Uh huh. You know, it's ultimately going to end up in a junkyard yeah, and not run anymore. Yeah. Right. So what's right, the point right, right. of driving it around right now? Well, because you need it now. Right. right? Exactly. Well, I yeah. need this life right now, and there's <laughs> yeah. probably yes. a time when I won't need it. But, but there are yeah. people that live their lives very differently. Yeah. You know, not everybody lives their life the same way. Of course. So. I guess that's that's the thing. Well, I saw a, you know a, what I mean. I saw I don't know a if that documentary sense. one time on Santa Ana, yeah. Saint Ana of Lima, Peru. Uh-huh. Do you know anything about her? I mean, she was a ship. 
Oh, well, no. yeah. You think of the Nina, the Santa, the Pinta, and the Santa Columbus. Maria? Yeah. Don't bring up Christopher Columbus with <laughs> yeah. me. I'm woke, buddy. I'll fucking yeah. walk boy. you and bring that genocidal oh, piece of shit up. <laughs> what do but, you mean? Uh, okay. Santa Ana, she is a saint, and yep. the, they told this, her story, and in order to know humility, she crawled everywhere on her knees. Okay. And by the end of her life, she uh, her knees were completely worn out and destroyed because she crawled everywhere. In order yeah. to know the pain of Christ, she um, wore yeah. a crown of thorns everywhere we go. And they oh. have her skull in a church in Lima, Peru, where they can see marks in the bone Jeez. that this crown of thorns she wore everywhere. In order for her to uh, not be prideful, she wiped lye on her face, which is wow. basically crystal yeah. Drano, yeah. to melt her face <laughs> off. Yeah. And to which, yeah. and they were like, oh, she was such a wonderful saint. You know, she dedicated her life to God. I'm like, she wasted her one life. She had one yeah. fucking life, and she rubbed yeah. lye on her face and put on a crown of thorns. By but, the way, you don't know Jesus' pain because he wore the crown of thorns for like an afternoon. You wore it for 30 years, you dumb. <laughs> I'm not going to call her a name. I, Good. I, I called her dumb, Good. but well, I'm going to hold back on calling a right. canonized uh, but you don't Catholic think, I mean, her dumb. example, though, living on and bringing positivity to other people. Did it? What, other than people laughing and going, look at that crazy well, woman with laugh, a crown of thorns. Which is a form of joy, yeah. but others saying, oh, I appreciate the sacrifice. But what did she sacrifice other than her, her own life. life? Right. For what? To understand Christ better. I mean, if that, if that helps <laughs> Is her that be... what Jesus wanted from her, though? He's like, you know yeah. what? I'm going to sacrifice my life yeah. for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, the, what you could do for me is actually sacrifice your life then. And right. then everyone... Like, right. the, how everyone does that could work? do yeah. that. Everyone, no just, everyone, everyone will have else. a good time. Everyone just... <laughs> let's all be miserable forever. Please, right. for me. Yeah. I don't think he would have... Had I agree he been with a real person, I don't think he would have uh, agreed with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. There's a woman, God, Sister Helen something. I follow her on Twitter. She is one of the best advocates out there. I've had, in fact, I think the movie Dead Man Walking was about mm. her. Uh, she's a real advocate for doing away with the death penalty. Yeah. And I follow her and I read her writings and I think she's uh, she's a real. She sounds like she's really doing something for for her religion. Yeah. And uh, dedicating her, uh, her life to something that I think is beneficial oh, yeah. in in a much better way than putting yeah. a lie on your face and wearing a crown right. of thorns. You right. Know? No, yeah. I agree. There's yeah. a good way to do religion and yeah. there's a bad way. Yeah, I mean, yeah. but a lot of the saints, though, it sounds like, like Martin Luther used to mm-hmm. sleep on a wooden bed with no sheets. He would go out in the cold for days on end yeah. with no clothes on. Yeah. And, you know, he would, all sorts of crazy. And the hair shirt that the saints used to wear. Right. Like, what is, what's with torturing you? Yeah. You think God died on the cross for your sins? Yeah. Not for this. Like, go to the beach. <laughs> yeah. He did it so you could go to the beach. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, kind of. You know, yeah. there is, I think, some value in feeling remorse for bad things that you've done. Yeah, So absolutely. that you improve oh, yeah. on your behavior the next time around. But wouldn't you say, I mean, yeah. this is, again, coming from the Catholic tradition. Right. But Which, <laughs> Catholics yeah. believe that if I wrong you, yep. I can go to a third party yeah. that you don't even know. Sure. And he'll forgive me for what I did to you. But and I don't even need to bring you into it. But isn't there a, uh, an element of reparations with the harmed party? It's not just all admitting wrong. Well, I mean, that to could a be true, but I mean, yeah. if you go with actual, all right, let's get away from Catholic doctrine for a moment and get into like sure. what the evangelicals who run this country actually believe. <laughs> okay. They yeah. think that you yeah. can rape, pillage, murder, do anything you want. You can have, you can be the worst guy ever, but as long uh-huh. as you come to Christ in the end, all is forgiven and you get a ticket to happy time. Sure. Whereas somebody could live their entire life doing good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And not ever come to Christ and say, I don't believe in Jesus and he's going to hell. Right. The rape Rapist and Hitler, if they I mean, on their think, deathbed say, eh, you know what, all right, I accept Jesus I as my savior. Yeah. They believe they're going to heaven well, for doing that. Maybe some, but yeah. I don't think that's that's really part of their doctrine. That yeah. deathbed I, repentance is a well, ticket is, to heaven. You know, but I mean, if you, you there, the, I, the evangelical churches are full of people who were sinners right. and came to Christ, and they are convinced they're going <laughs> sure, to heaven. You sure. Know? And I would challenge uh, just about anyone to go into at yeah. least a hardcore yeah. evangelical church and say. Uh, I'm dedicating my life to <laughs> yeah. uh, to feeding the homeless right, and, right. Uh, and working. But I don't all. accept Christ. But I don't accept yeah. Christ at all. Where am I going? And I bet you every one of them goes, eh, you're going yeah. straight to hell yeah, there, yeah. buddy boy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, right. I mean, it seems like a little bit of a bad, like when you talk about yeah. well, and I don't feeling as, shame I don't for the things that. you've done wrong. Right. I do feel shame for the things I've done as wrong. As well you and should. I, and I, right, yeah. damn straight. And yeah. I ask the people that I've wronged yeah. for forgiveness. Yes. And I try and which make I think should be. is the better way to go agree. Yeah, I agree so, yeah. wholeheartedly. Beautiful. Well, we're about out of time. I think wow. we're, we're running up. 
on it. That was there. that was, that was yeah. fast and it was very fun. fast, fast was, and fun. I want to have you back eventually. I'd love to come back. Yeah, please. Um, but uh, I, I'm starting a new segment yeah. with this new season in 2020 mm-hmm. of giving the guest a chance to ask something about Mormonism. If there's anything that you have a, a gripe with, a confusion about, or just want to know. Ah. And I missed it last episode oh, with yeah. Alex Kahn. Kahn's episode was running <laughs> long. <laughs> we got super sidetracked. <laughs> but he, I messaged him, and so, so you get sort of the idea. He messaged me back and said that he was curious, one, about polygamy, but then he said he was joking, um, which was really unfortunate because I love talking about polygamy. Uh, but he messaged back about garments, the holy underwear, yes. as it is disparagingly referred to sometimes. So the answer regarding the garments is it's a physical representation of covenants we make in the temple. So there you go. There's nothing wrong with There's that. a lot of holy garb yeah. out there. I was going to say, yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. There's a many, yeah. many physical Every religion's got a hat. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I, I was Catholic, right. and they dress really I mean, weird. So nice. Really, yeah. really very, weird. And you guys very have to classy. carry around beads, yeah. you know? Yeah. Some weird thing. Yeah. The rosary. Yeah. yeah. I got yeah. I got uh, no <laughs> issue with the uh with the gar- yeah. with the uh what their temple garments, isn't that what right. they're called? Yeah. Right. I have no issue with them whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, Fantastic. Well, as Seth, may I tell your listeners that we're having you on yeah. Dogma Debate to I'm do a so deep excited. dive on Mormonism. Yeah. So uh it's gonna if be they fun. enjoyed this episode, uh please yeah. come to uh Dogma Debate in the near future where Seth Lawrence yeah. will be a guest on my show and yeah. we'll deep dive into the Mormon fun. thing. Yeah, it's gonna be real fun. Michael Ruggiero and David Smalley. Uh mm-hmm. and it's a great podcast to listen to yeah i enjoy it yeah it's very fun Thank so have you, you thought of a question or uh, uh for modernism uh jeepers creepers i mean i read under the banner of heaven which i would recommend to any of your listeners it's john Krakauer's yeah. book where he tells the story of joseph smith uh alongside uh, some yeah, these misguided two, yeah, teens some, some, yeah, it's yeah two serial killers it's an interesting <laughs> yeah. two mormon serial killers i look a lot 80s. like these yeah. yeah uh well i mean i, I yeah i i i I have a lot of questions about Mormonism, but uh-huh. I don't have you one prepared for you. I, right. I feel like I want to save, save it. Save it I for wanna... dogma debates. Yeah. yeah. All right. That'll be fun. Yeah. Okay. So Michael Ruggieri, I've offered it to him, and he's taken a pass here today. <laughs> but join us on dogma debates. That's going to happen in a few weeks, yeah. months. Yeah. Who knows? David just wants to read a book about Mormonism before right. he uh, I suggest across the, the uh, Book of the, Mormon. Yeah. The so book, that'd be a good one. That should be what you he means. You mean the, the playbook that comes when you go to the- <laughs> Yeah, uh, the playbill. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. All right. What do you got coming up? Any any plugs you want to put in? I'll, uh, I'll well, have. We got the show. Yeah. Uh, Dogma debate, and then Dave and I host a monthly show at the Comedy Store yep. called the Smalley Show. Uh, you had some great yeah. hitters when yeah. I attended. Yeah, it was Sam a good Tripoli. Time. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Jamie Kennedy was there, right? Yeah, we had a good bill. We have yeah. a lot of fun. And uh, I suppose that's it. I, I have a set that is going to be hitting Sirius XM in oh, the next fun. month or so. Yeah. Good for you. That's about it. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. All, All right. right. Well, Thanks I'll for put, having me. I'll put your handle uh, in the show notes so they'll know yeah. where to find you on the on the Please gram. Do. And Thanks uh, for having me. Absolutely. Thank you for doing this. All right. Yeah. Travis, anything you got coming up? Uh, depending on when this airs, but mainly my 30th birthday, March 21st, oh, yeah. 10 o'clock, doing a uh, birthday show at the Fourth Wall Cafe. Whoop, whoop. Uh, going to do 30 minutes because it's the, the only way you can get 30 minutes in this fucking city is if you turn 30. So. Well, uh, and book it yourself. And book right? it myself. <laughs> So that's what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As a birthday present to Excellent. me. Excellent. Well, come on out to that. That'll be fun. All right. Thanks for joining us. Have a good week. Bye.